Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. You can say that just like Weenie here. You could win $97.1 for the cool weekend ahead. We have a butt. We, we, we have a butt. Cool weekends in the morning. 97.1 FM. We get to the morning with Weenie and the butt. WGHG 97.1. 97.1. 97.1. We, 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 we have a butt. In the morning, cool weekends. FM. Weenie. Weenie. And a butt that monkey. 97.1. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020, and welcome to episode number 206 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about everything going on in the world of pop culture, of course, music, movies, sports, you name it. We will definitely, of course, talk about it. And also even throw in a few little wrestling news tidbits here as well to get you prepped for the rest of our shows for the evening. <clears throat> of course, the rest of the panel with you tough to handle. Of course, like I said, hopefully we'll be joining me here, of course, a little bit later on. If not to, if not uh, later on on this show, then, of course, obviously with our other shows, of course, uh, tonight, uh, WWS Wrestling Debate at 8 o'clock and, of course, also Revolution at 9. So. If you care to join us for this program, however, of course, give us your thoughts and opinions about everything we talk about here tonight. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get you going here with, of course, some of, our, some of the latest uh, pop culture news coming out, of course, from our friends at 411mania.com, which, as always, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network, for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, including addition here to Outside the Ropes, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, also WWS Raw Radio, as well as WWS Power Hour, as well as WWS This Morning. Let's go ahead and get right into it here, of course, with our first story. <clears throat> Coming uh, out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas, I'm sure we've, we've been talking about, of course, the, the lady that was playing Batwoman was not going to come back for the next season. Apparently, the character uh, Kate—I forgot who the the actress is, is who played her—but Kate Kane will not be recast for Batwoman season two, according to Jeremy Thomas. But a new character is set to lead the series. Let's see what this. Let's see what this is all about right here. 
There will be a new Batwoman when the CW returns for its next season. And we're not just talking about the actress behind the mask. TV line has confirmed that Batwoman season two will see a new character don the cape after Ruby Rose exited the series last month. Rose exited the series reportedly due to the long hours required of her as the lead of the show. However, Rose denied that as the reason, of course, saying on Instagram, don't believe everything you read by non-sources online. Also, I lived in Vancouver for a year working on the mountain when I was 18 because I love that city. I also worked in other places in Canada. Perfect, beautiful country. Details on the new character have yet to be revealed, though the cider uh, reports that the character is named in a leak casting breakdown as Ryan Wilder who is female, late 20s, any ethnicity. The casting notes reportedly read just like this. She's likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her. With no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent a year as a drug runner, dodging the, the Gotham City Police Department, and masking her pain with bad habits. A girl who would steal milk from a foreign alley cat could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, Highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. An out, an out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. Kate Kane has been the only regular Batwoman in the comics, although others have had the role in Elseworlds and other alternate reality stories, including Selena Kyle, also known as Catwoman, who notably fits that description outside being an out, an out lesbian. Also, Stephanie Brown from Spoiler Slash Batgirl and Kathleen Kathy Ducine, and as well as others. So there, you, so apparently there you have it, there, folks. Uh, let's see what we have, of course. Here, let's go back. Let's see. So, and we stay when we stay in the realm, of course. Uh, um, Jimmy Thomas has this, brought the story here, of course, last night. As Michael J. White, of course, if everyone remembers him, he actually was the one that played Spawn for in a couple of the movies there, just not too long ago. Actually, says he is, is interested in playing the role of Green Lantern, and he says he really not let down. Let down the fans here. But let's see, of course, what this. Let's see what we have right here. And of course, this is Jeremy Thomas bringing out the story. Of course, like I said yesterday, Michael J. White has heard the fan demand to have him play Green Lantern, and he's actually down with it. White did a Q&A on Instagram when asked which comic book character he would like to play. Noted that there's considerable fan demand for him to play uh, play uh, John Stewart, who, who is, of course, is, is another alter ego of Green Lantern. So I was asked what character would I like to play from the Marvel or DC Universe. He said, per, this was per Joe Blow, by the way. And I answered what had to be from the DC Universe, a character called Jon Stewart. That's what everybody wants me to play, so I can't let down the fans. White is no stranger to the DC Universe, having played White Tiger on Arrow. He also, of course, played an iconic image character in Spawn. Top line in the 1997 film opposite John Leguizamo. White may well get his chance... As HBO Max is developing a Green Lantern live-action series that will debut on, on the streaming service sometime down the line. So we'll have, yeah, we have to 
So we have to wait and see what happens. I mean, of course, if you remember in the Justice League cartoon that was put out on Cartoon Network a few years ago, if you remember, there there was, of course, uh, a Green Lantern who was African-American. And uh, this, is, this is probably one reason why I think they're asking him to, a lot of fans were kind of asking him to kind of maybe take on this role. So, um, but, but I mean, it'd be, it, I think it'd be a great role. I mean, he was a tough character indeed. So, give us a second here, folks, while we try to get it all. Uh, okay, of course, we've talked about, of course, the, the seventh Mission Impossible movie here. Let's see what we have. We might have a little update here about this. So, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. We're, seems like we're having a little bit of a of a slowdown here once again with the WWS computer. Sorry about that. Let me go ahead and uh, apparently, yes. Excuse me, just one second while we try to pull this up from, of course, another. Jeremy Thomas has this story came out yesterday here as well, as apparently the Mission Impossible 7 is looking to resume filming this fall. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. The team behind Mission Impossible 7 looks to pick up filming again this fall. Tommy Gormley, who is a first assistant director on the film, spoke with the BBC Pro Variety and confirmed that the film plans to begin shooting again in September. We hope to start shooting again in September, he said. We were days from shooting in Venice. We were right at the epicenter when it all kicked off, so we had to shut down in Venice, but we were we had four or five days. We were four or five days from shooting. We hope to restart it again in September. We hope to visit all the countries we plan to, and look to do a big chunk of it back in the UK on the back lot and in the studio. So September through the through to to end, you know, April May is our target. So we are convinced we can we actually are convinced we are we can do this. Gormley noted that given the size of the production, returning to filming will be challenging, <clears throat> but he is convinced it's possible as long as they're careful. But we have to get back to work for every person in the film industry, tens of thousands of us. We have to get back to work. We have to do it safely and protect our colleagues, but it's definitely possible, and we're working flat out to make it all happen. The film is currently set for a release date for November 19th of next year. So we hope to, of course, see that here coming up here again. Very, very soon, of course. And this is just one of the many, many things, ladies and gentlemen, that have pretty much been put on hold because of the infamous uh, pandemic. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Thomas has this. Another story here is Josh Boone still hopes to complete his New Mutants trilogy. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. New Mutants looks like it will finally hit screens in August, bearing another delay. And Josh Boone is still holding out. Holding out hope he can complete a trilogy out of it. Out, 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 
can't complete a trilogy out of it. Excuse me. <clears throat> Boone spoke with SFX Magazine per New Mutants updates and said that he is still hopeful that the film will be a success and Disney lets him complete the trilogy. Ultimately, after all this time, I was able to make my New Mutants film, and I am proud of it. He said, what I'm hoping for now is that I, it will be successful enough so that the studio will allow me to complete a trilogy. I've got it all. I've got all everything planned out. The likelihood of such a thing happening is uncertain at best. Of course, the first film has been through a host of delays for various reasons and was produced under the Fox banner. That's making it currently outside the purview of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's always a possibility it could be brought inside or that Marvel could allow it to operate as a separate continuity, but there's no word of that happening as of right now. New Mutants was scheduled to arrive on April 3rd before, the, of course, the pandemic forced to shut down the movie theaters. Disney has since moved it to an August 28th release. So we'll just have to keep, we'll just have to, of course, watch out there very carefully and see. Ashish brought the story yesterday as Robert Pattinson is saying, is talking about why the delay of the latest Batman movie isn't the worst thing in the world. So let's go ahead and see what this is going all about here. In an interview with Total Film, through Games Radar, Robert Pattinson discussed how the Batman production being put on hold isn't the worst thing in the world for him, because he was still loopy from filming Tenet, or Tenet, how you pronounce it, and how he found out he'd star in the Batman on the first day of the shooting of the Tenet movie. Here are some highlights here before, below. On the Batman production being put on hold due to the ongoing pandemic, Pattinson said, Pattinson said we'd really gotten to a really good rhythm as well, so it's kind of strange to be pausing. But again, it's a horror movie. I mean, obviously, it's Batman, so it's kind of nice. I basically went straight from Chris Nolan's movie to net into that. And yeah, I was feeling a little bit loopy anyway, so having some time off is not the worst thing in the world. But hopefully, it'll be sooner rather than later that everything is hopefully in a better place. Uh, when he found out he would be starring in the Batman, <clears throat> he says the morning of the first day of the shooting of the, of the Tenet movie, it was kind of insane. It was a very, very intense weekend. That was a crazy way to start Chris's film. I think I was I think I was doing the screen test as well on the Saturday before I started. Tonight is scheduled to open on July the 17th. I'm sure we've heard about the situation but concerning uh, Joe is the Joe Exotic Zoo. I'm sure everyone's heard about that. Well, apparently, she has a story out here. came out yesterday as well. As he loses his zoo to Carol Baskin in a court ruling. Courthouse News reports that Tiger King star Joe Exotic has lost his zoo to rival Carol Baskin. Baskin's big cat rescue was given control of the zoo on Monday in lieu of a $1 million payment on a trademark judgment. The case centered around Baskin proving that Exotic fraudulently transferred zoo property to his mother, Shirley Schreiber Bevogel, in 2011 as a way to avoid them being taken by creditors in the event that he lost one of his many ongoing legal battles. He did end up losing one of them in 2013 and was ordered to pay $1 million to Big Cat Rescue over a trademark infringement lawsuit that involved an exotic using logos and images similar to the ones created and known by Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue ended up, being, ended up suing the exotic's mom in 2016. She admitted under oath that Exotic transferred the zoo land to her as a way to keep it from creditors such as Big Cat Rescue. 
They can't rest here. Was also given control of the cars and cabins on the zoo property. The judge in the case has, has given the current zoo operators 120 days to leave and remove all animals currently there. Exotic remains in prison serving a 22-year sentence for trying to hire a hitman to kill Baskin, as well as falsifying animal records and violating the Endangered Species Act. So, yeah, he's also he's lost a great deal here, folks. So, another story here, of course, making the rounds here. <clears throat> uh, story actually came out um, came out on Monday, as a matter of fact. Uh, Jeremy Thomas reported, of course, Patty Jenkins, of course, was asked why she turned down directing a Justice League film. Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins has confirmed she was offered a Justice League movie by explaining why she isn't interested in taking it on. Jenkins spoke with Premiere Magazine in France per comicbook.com and noted that she has been contacted about doing a team-up film in the DC Universe but doesn't have any connection to the idea of shared universes and everything that comes with that. She says, I love comics, but I've come to superheroes through films, she said. There is in me this desire to emulate compared to the movies I saw as a child. A certain spirit that reigned in those times, is that relevant when I shoot? I don't know. The point is that unlike other directors, I don't really care about shared universes, continuity, and that kind of detail. I've been contacted to make a Justice League movie in the past, and it doesn't connect to many characters. Jenkins was originally set to direct Thor The Dark World, but exited the film during pre-production she <clears throat> she says that the marvel process doesn't fit with her style noting i really like the people who work there but they want full control over their movies the director is under control yes it can happen furthermore it shows immediately that if a director cannot impose his or her vision when this is the case i get the impression that these people are doing a different job than me that with wonder woman 1984 i think i did exactly what i wanted and then everything a superhero movie needs comes naturally to me. I love shooting great action scenes versus great sets. I really enjoy it. Jenkins' Wonder Woman 1984 is currently set for release on August the 14th of this year. So we can't wait to, of course, see that's been advertised here big time. So we can't wait to, of course, for any of that, for all that to happen here as well. And now let's go to some uh, wrestling news tidbits here as we go into 6:55. PM Eastern Time, of course, on Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020. <clears throat> this is episode 206 of WWS Outside the Ropes, 1605 here tonight. Uh, of course, Joseph Lee brought the story here today. We would like to start to our wrestling tidbits portion right here. As apparently Donald Trump Jr. reacts to Jackson Rikers' post praising the president. Uh, okay, let's see. As, of course, Fort Lovemania previously reported, the Forgotten Sons Jackson Riker posted a message on Twitter that praised President Donald Trump, which crewed criti criticism from his WWE co-workers like Kevin Owens, Mustafa Ali, and others. In a post on Twitter, Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., reacted to what Riker said, which he said, and I quote, he wrote, My father will always stand up for our country and everyone in it. We thank you for your service in the Marines. <clears throat> and this is this is what uh, on this is back on 7:52 p.m. of course on Monday. This is what this is what he said right here. He being Jackson Riker, he said, Thankful for the at POTUS we have. 
God bless America, built of freedom, forgotten no more. And then, of course, uh, at 8.10 p.m., of course, yesterday evening, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Personal responded to Jackson Rocker's Twitter uh, message by saying, My father will always stand up for our country and everyone in it. Thank you for your service in the Marines and with three little American flags right there, of course, beside it. So. Uh, as we go here, let's see what else we have here listed. Uh, Joseph Lee um, brought this story here tonight. As Kevin Smith says that his publicist warned him about WWE before making an appearance, of course, in AEW. In an interview with Wrestling Inc., director Kevin Smith said his publicist warned him about WWE prior to his appearance on AEW Dynamite with Jason Mewes last October. Smith later claimed that he was uninvited to the debut of SmackDown on Fox following his Dynamite appearance. Here are some highlights. On appearing for AEW over WWE, Kevin Smith says Chris was like, hey man, we're doing an opening match for AEW. I'm in the click where you guys come. I thought absolutely as I thought absolutely as it was in Washington, D.C. We were in New York that day, so we just hopped the train, said Smith. But when we said yes, WWE also was also asking if he wanted to go promote Jane Silent Bob reboot there on SmackDown's Fox debut. The publicist said if you're going to do a wrestling show, do WWE, but Chris is our boy, and we've got no real ties to WWE while I have a direct tie to AEW. Then the publicist said if you choose AEW, then WWE it's probably going to take their offer back. I was like, I get it, so be it. He said, we're doing AEW, and then the word came back, WWE is fine with that. You can do them as well. So I was like, we're doing both. On how Dynamite changed his opinion of wrestling, kept, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith said, a lot of my good friends were hardcore in, into wrestling. And, of course, around 1981, 82, and 83, Sergeant Slaughter, Jimmy Snooker, Hulk Hogan, that era. Sergeant Slaughter lived in our hometown. We would always see his camouflage limousine. So I've been around wrestling my whole life, but never really interacted with it. Going in AEW, as we walk in, walk in, the, the first thing that occurred to me was we share a lot of audience with these cats. We went to our seats and got a nice welcome. I honestly thought that everyone was paid to give us a nice welcome. But later on, Jericho said, those are real human beings, dude. They, they just happen to know your work. They sat us down ringside, and I just fell in love with it. You can watch my face. I'm like a kid at Christmas. I've become an instant mark, and I'm concerned with these bodies that are flying at me. My reactions are absolutely genuine. We're only supposed to stay the first half of the show, and Jay's like, are you so we stayed for the whole show. On WB taking back their invitation, Kevin Smith said, it was strange to me that they said, oh, you can do AEW and do us, because at first they were like one or the other, and when we said we're still in AEW, then, then, then they said you can do both. It's nice to know you're one by both camps. But the morning after we did AEW, we were trending. My publisher said that WWE pulled their offer. They weren't crappy about it. They, but they just said you guys were all over AEW last night. That would be weird for them. And two days later, you were all over WWE. They said that down the road, we could revisit this, but it's not going to happen. Friday, Jericho was like, you are the first casualty of the wrestling war. My feelings on it was that I was not insulted. I understand that I understood that CAEW is a competitor now. It would have been gracious for them to say do them and do us. It didn't. I didn't take it personally, but I did derive a little bit of pleasure out of the fact that they were scared of my boy in his league. There was a bit of delight that came for Jericho, but personally, I was like Vincent Man's the hard is the hard guy that they say that they say for all these years. 
<clears throat> it went right up to the top as there's no way that Vince didn't have anything to do with that decision because it involves Chris as well. So at the high, highest halls of power in WWE, me and Jay were, were discussed. I think next week they brought out The Rock, so it's not like they were hurting for not, ha ha for not having us. But I've never been at the center of the late night wars or the soda wars, so to be at the epicenter of the wrestling wars was something else. So uh, another re another wrestling topic here, of course, we go now to 7:01 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jeffrey Harris brought up this story here as Ross and Marshall Von Erich on what they've learned from Harley Race and how Marshall wrestles without boots. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, on a personal level, I've seen these these guys wrestle. Let me tell you something. They're, they're top notch. They are top notch. Speaking with Jeffrey Harris for the 411 Mania Wrestling Interviews podcast, MLW Tag Team Champions Ross and Marshall Von Erich discussed how Marshall wrestles without boots much like his father did, training with the late Harley Race and also their dad, and a lot more. Highlights in the full audio, of course, are on this page if you want to go back and listen to it. Marshall Von Erich on how they were, are spending quarantine with MLW on hiatus as they are chomping at the bit to get back in the ring. He says, a little bit of both. We're definitely making the most of this time. <clears throat> like my brother was saying, we're connecting. We're reconnecting with our nieces and nephews. I just had a son, so it's important I get him getting to spend time with him while he's eight, nine months old. And so that part has been awesome, but we've been watching a lot of wrestling. We've been wrestling with each other a lot, just out of the, just out in the farm and just trying to stay sharp, just trying to keep the metal sharp. We don't have a gym or anything, so we're just trying to work out with what we have. We're sheep farmers, so we'll do some sheep curls every now and then. We're just trying to stay sharp and keep each other ready. That's the name of the game, especially in wrestling and independent wrestling. That's what it, that's what it kind of trains us to do. Always stay ready. You never know when you're, you're going to get called. Marshall Von Eric on wrestling without boots, much like his dad. It's the only thing I know. My first train camp at Harley Races camp, I asked if I didn't, if, I asked if I didn't have to wear shoes. I hate them. Gave me. I didn't really, really, I really didn't want to wear them. And plus, my dad told me something I always remember. He says, when you wrestle with no boots, just trunks, it's extremely easy to travel. You can travel light. And I love that. I can bring my trade with me wherever I go. I just throw my trunks in my back pocket. And I'm ready to go. I don't need to lace the boots <clears throat> or anything. So it, so it, so it makes it easier. But also bounce, having bounce in the ring and knowing my surroundings and knowing where I'm at. When I'm barefoot, I just feel that way. I'm barefoot 99% of the time at home. The one time I'm going to wear shoes is if I'm going to church or something else. That's most of the reason why I got to wear them. But I hate wearing shoes so much. My feet aren't made for them. If I wear shoes for too long, my pinky toes poke holes in the sides of the shoes. I get I got wide set feet. It just doesn't work. Ross Von Eric on, on his dynamic with Marshall as the older brother. Ross says, you know, believe it or not, the first day or two or, of training, I tried I tried wrestling without boots too. So I have a whole different kind of respect for guys who can wrestle barefoot. I feel like not everyone can do it, of course, but there are some times where I try to prank him and rib him and stuff and stuff. What do you expect? I'm the older brother. What? But I do actually have a ton of respect for the guys that can do it barefoot because, really, like I said, not everybody can do it, and I respect the athleticism that it requires to do so. Marshall Von Eric on getting trained by Harley Race. Marshall says, "You know, Harley Race was such a good man. I remember the day flying to Missouri and then driving down to driving down to Eldon. It was just all just a dream before that, and we got to see it unfold in front of our faces." There were some pro wrestling NOAA scouts, and 
And we said we became paid Japanese wrestling fans. The fans of Japanese wrestling and Harley Race also had a huge career in Japan. And so it was just these are men that have been that have been places where we want to be. And guys have been wrestling longer than you, and he's fifty year and he's fifty years on you. You can pick their brain. You can grow from them so much, and that's what we're trying to do with with my dad is grow from him and his brothers. That's what we're. That's what he's trying to get us to do. We got so much experience just sitting, just sitting from just sitting there and having lunch with Harley. We slept at his house the whole time we were in Eldon. We stayed with him. We played poker every night. We laughed and joked. We just got to know him as a man. He was a good, good man. He really was one of the greats, and he was humble. His, he taught holds, some devastating holds that you can get, that can get you out of some trouble. And my dad said, take everything to heart. Listen to what he says and use it in the ring and use it wisely. And definitely, we're grateful for all the opportunities he gave us. In the full interview, the Von Aries talk about carrying on the family legacy while forging their own path, being trained by their father in Harley Race, Dominic Guarini, and Tom Lawler, possibly challenging for the tag team titles, their chemistry in the ring with the dynasty, and more. And if you're enjoying all, and of course, this is, a, this is from 411 Mania. If you're enjoying all the recent interviews with names like Jim Ross, Chris Jericho, Gail Kim, Dark Side of the Ring producer Evan H Evan Husney, Richard Holiday, Martha Hart, and Dominic Guarini, and want to support us by getting more interviews of big names in wrestling, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a few seconds to do and really helps us out. So, so like I said, from our, we, we definitely would do so, put that out there, of course, to our, for our friends at 411 Mania. Um, there are some, there's some good, Good, talented guys right there, of course, at 411mania.com there, folks. Yesterday, of course, Jimmy Thomas put out this story here about Impact Wrestling announcing the Slammiversary 2020 and actually teases former WWE uh, superstars. So let's see what this is all about right here. Impact Wrestling has announced the date for Slammiversary 2020 in an ad that teased the return of some former stars recently released by WWE. Following, of course, last night's episode, a promo aired in which shows an identified individual having a drink and watching a report about the WWE releases that took place in April. All we saw of the individual was a view of them from behind wearing a hoodie. The video then showed Eric Young, Mike and Maria Bennett, Blue Gallows, and Carl Anderson, Rockstar Spud, who, of course, is Drake Maverick, EC3, and Brian Myers, who, of course, was known as Kurt Hawkins, are shown in footage from their impact data for the title card revealed that Slammiversary 2020 will air on July 18th live on pay-per-view and of course there's a portion of the of the there's a portion of the video of course right here uh, on um, apparently on a Twitter account called not the real Carl Anderson at Carl underscore Anderson BC says Slammiversary 2020 is just too sweet this was said at 10.07 p.m. of course last night and one other story here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did talk about this, of course, here a, a little bit the last couple of days. But let's go and bring this here to you. As apparently now, Ashish has brought out the story, that apparently Tony Khan has revealed that both Hulk Hogan and his ex-wife Linda are now officially banned from any AEW program. So... Um, and so let's go ahead and see what this is all about right here. And I believe JD did give us, of course, a little bit of insight, of course, on this story last night. But I'll go ahead and read it one more time, just to give give this give a little bit. Uh, this is a short story, anyway. Tony Khan revealed today on Twitter 
that both Hulk Hogan and Linda Hogan are banned from AEW shows. Tom revealed the news in a reply to a Linda Hogan tweet from a few days ago about looting. Watching the looting is all Afro-Americans. Not sure how Robin and Steven set the record straight. If they want to be heard, they need to be civilized. Tony Khan replied with, You're now joining your husband and being banned from all AEW shows. Congratulations. It's worth noting that Hulk Hogan and Linda have been divorced since 2009. No word on why Hulk is banned, but it presumably has something to do with his own past racist comments. And, of course, this was on Tony Khan's, uh, it was replying to, of course, a tweet made by Linda Hogan uh, at 2.57 p.m., of course, here live yesterday, worth pretty much saying that, that topic right there. So, folks, there you have it there with, of course, the latest, uh, latest pop culture and wrestling news tidbits right here. Let's go ahead and give you this number one more time. Of course, it is 7.09 p.m. <clears throat> On, of course, uh, Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020, episode 206 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. Um, as we, of course, we'll go ahead and just go ahead and take while we have a few moments. We'll go ahead and let you know here, of course, what will be coming up here tonight. Coming up here in about uh, 50, in about less than an hour, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on WWS Wrestling Debate, of course. Remember, call ID 139-925-POUND. The Madness Kingdom will, of course, be on to talk about, of course, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT. Also, of course, talk about the NXT pay-per-view, the In Your House pay-per-view coming up, of course, this Sunday. Also, more news about, of course, WWE Backlash will be coming up, of course, uh, the sun, the, a week from this coming Sunday. Uh, and uh, any other wrestling stories, of course, that will definitely be uh, coming to your attention. That will be, of course, coming up here. Um, so be sure to check that, check it out, check them out on Wrestling Debate coming up here at eight o'clock right here on TalkShoe.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget WWS Revolution. I'll be back on there at nine o'clock, one three eight zero five five pound. As of course we give you the latest wrestling news and views, and also the latest history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you our our the official results here as far as <clears throat> as far as of course. Uh, as far as, of course, tonight's AEW and NXT shows are concerned, uh, we'll get you, of course, up to date here on that. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some other, anything else, of course, going on here in the world of wrestling and also all other, of course, genres will definitely, of course, bring that here to you here, of course, tonight. So be sure to listen to us at 9 o'clock or Revolution 138055-pound. Uh, we'll go and also point out, ladies and gentlemen, before we ask you to check out Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course, on Facebook, as we have now, of course, have posted video games for both the P for both the PS3 and in the, and the Nintendo Wii. Uh, all PS3 games, with the exception of the game known as Hitman, are worth one dollar. Uh, the Hitman game, it is it is of course sealed and brand new, so it is worth two dollars. And also, of course, all the titles for the Nintendo Wii. All discs are in good condition, and all of those games are worth $1 a piece. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we still have, of course, several DVDs uh, available here. Um, of course, as you, as we've been talking about, Bulldog DVD sales and variety is going through a little bit of a transitional period as of right now. And so <clears throat> and until, like I said, we're able to, of course, retrieve the, of course, the, the bulk of our uh, inventory, of course, has been, has had to be, um, uh, temporarily stored. We're hoping, of course, to retrieve it here sometime here very, very soon. But we do have, of course, a lot of the a lot of the uh, movies um, that are listed, of course, 
on the page there. So if you see anything in there at all, any sports DVD, music DVD, uh, season of any TV show, uh, um, DVD and Blu-ray, or any other uh, mo- any other movies on DVD or Blu-ray at all, uh, please feel free, of course, to keep, continue to make notes about several titles that you would like to, for me to try to locate, of course, that we have posted, of course, over the years. Um, just, re- just like I said, if you happen to come across it, the name of that, just, like I said, make a note of it, and then, like I said, just get back with me, and I will do my very, very best to, of course, locate that here for you, and, of course, we just ask for just a little bit of patience and a little bit of time and getting that here, too, but we will, of course, get that to you. Um, and, of course, like I said, the prices are still going to be the same, ladies and gentlemen. All DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, with one or two discs in each set are worth $1. All DVDs and Blu-rays with three or more discs in each set are worth $2. We also have, of course, several DVDs in the uh, little jewel cases. Those are worth $0.50. Cents. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have several discs. Uh, there are <clears throat> in like the little white sleeveless envelopes. Those are worth $0.25. Cents. So if you if, so if you care to, of course, inquire about any, mo- any particular movies, we'll definitely, of course, do some re- some checking out here, and we'll let you know if we can re- re- retrieve them for you and get them here to you. And we'll let you know what we haven't been able to find here as of yet, and we'll keep you apprised of that. But be sure to visit Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash <coughs> Bulldog DVD sales variety, of course, and to check out everything we've got listed right here, folks. And like I said, we will, of course, be back up and going here very, very soon to, let, to of course, like I said, <clears throat> to better, of course, better serve you with, of course, the many, the many, of course, uh, DVDs that we have, of course, that that we have, of course, in stock. Of course, we, we, we would definitely be, of course, more than happy, of course, to help you out in the best way we possibly can. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out, of course, Perpetual Uniquity, of course, on eBay, Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Of course, we have a lot. So I have a lot of great items posted there here as well. Uh, Different items, everything from, of course, uh, video games for the PS3, PS3, PS4, uh, Xbox 360, and PSP. Also, of course, men's, women's, and children's clothes, books, and other knickknacks, classic Hot Wheels cards. Kit, uh, rock and roll memorabilia from Kiss and other great rock and roll bands. Also, there are several DVD titles, of course, listed there as well. So be sure to check out what we have listed there here as well at Perpetual Uniquity. And remember, our motto <clears throat> is Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I know we normally start ending off here, of course, at 7.30, but we're going to go ahead and close up shop here for the night. Um, not a whole lot, but just not a whole lot more that we can, of course, bring up. But of course, we, we definitely encourage you, of course, to listen to um, WWS Wrestling Debate coming up here at 8 o'clock, 139925 pound. And also at 9 o'clock for WWS Revolution, 138055 pound. Of course, to keep you up to date with everything going on here in the world of wrestling from the past and the present. Um, <clears throat> of course, like I said, JD, John, and hopefully a plethora of guests. Of course, including the King Clubs, Mint Patel, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as several other, of course, big-time folks here. So be sure to listen in on that coming up here tonight. Um, Let me me see here. Also, ladies and gentlemen, starting tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack, I will give you a heads up that between tomorrow night and Friday night, we will definitely be, of course, getting in predictions for the NXT In Your House show coming up here this Sunday. 
Uh, I can report that we do have Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler in the mix, and he's already left us his picks for, of course, the upcoming show. Um, we have heard that the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. <clears throat> I do believe the Heartbreak. I think I do believe the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie is going to be in it, and even <clears throat> we did get confirmation last night that uh, the Shack Attack himself, of course, Shaquille Cole Cephas, is now also throwing his name in the in the hat there as well. Uh, the the we have not heard from Danny Promote Parker. Hopefully, we'll hear from him. Of course, see if he's going to take part. The Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach has said that she will not be taking part in it here this go around. Unless, of course, that changes between now and, of course, uh, tomorrow or Friday. But we'll keep everybody apprised of that if she does happen to decide to uh, to do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that note here, we do thank you for listening to episode 206 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Like I said, we'll be on, of course, back on here at 8 o'clock for wrestling debate. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock with WWS Revolutions. So be sure to keep up with everything going on. Including check out everything we've got going on in all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. Um, everything from, of course, uh, <clears throat> check out everything from the, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade to the Game Show Alley, Sports Roundup, uh, the Who's Line page, our tribute pages to, of course, the late Don Rickles and also Johnny Carson. Also, of course, uh, let's see. Um, also the video vault with, with some great uh, classic wrestling action. Also, of course, uh, WWS's uh, Top 10 and 5 Things, also Primetime Wrestling Rewind. Uh, we, uh, we encourage everyone to check out everything we've got listed on all of our pages. And, of course, give your thoughts and opinions about anything we've got posted. We'd love to hear what you have to say about anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, of course, that's what we're here to do. to help you get your mind off the current situation with the pandemic. And, of course, even, of course, this latest development, of course, surrounding the situation involving the late George Floyd. Uh, and so, absolutely. So, But on that note here, we do thank you very much for listening in. Uh, Outside of the Ropes, episode 206 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. But we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will, of course, see you on the red carpet. And, of course, as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. Of course, take care and stay safe. Of course, also follow my three-step plan, ladies and gentlemen. Wash your hands. Stay clean. And, of course, 100% more, more um, and definitely most importantly, pray that we, of course, get over this whole situation. And, of course, we and, and I'm sure and, and we will definitely we definitely will do so. Um so be sure to, of course, like I said, just, 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 just pray for um, that we that things do get back to normalcy the way that they have been for quite some time. But take care and God bless your folks. And of course, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.